Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast for Tuesday, December 21st. Happy Solstice, everybody. Actually, we could say that officially in the past tense after 10.59 a.m. this morning. <laughs> That's when it is official, when the sun moves into Capricorn. So around the two solstices that we have every year, the Cancer Solstice and the Capricorn Solstice, And see, those are really better technical terms than winter and summer because that's the matter of perspective where you are on the planet. And that was the one thing I wanted to mention here is the solstice, two things happen. One, we have a sign change. So the sun moves into either Cancer or, in this case, Capricorn. So all of you Capricorns, happy birthday coming up. I think we'll talk about your sign more on Thursday because we have so much that we want to get done today and tomorrow. So let's just, and Thursday's a light day, so we'll do a deep dive on Capricorn on Thursday. But the sun, so the sun changes signs. And then the other thing that happens in the sky is something that you don't see. You don't feel it, but you are aware of it. And that is that the sun hits its outermost declination. What does that mean? Well, declination is basically an astronomical terminology, the same thing as latitude in earthly terminology. It's how far north and south of the equator a particular body is. And I'm saying body as in planets and the moon. So if you took our equator and just projected a line out into space, an imaginary line as a reference point, on December 21st, the sun is as far south of that line as it ever gets. On June 21st, which will be, of course, next year, the sun is as far north of that line as it will ever get in that season. And obviously, whether you're above or below that line geographically depends on how you experience that movement of the sun. It is either the shortest or the longest day of the year. So in the context of that picture, we were talking about when Venus came back in bounds back on the 7th. See, the sun only goes so far but the planets can go farther north and south. When they go farther past where the sun stops on the 21st, that's called out of bounds. Venus just was, it's now back. The moon goes out of bounds quite a bit. But anyway, that's another topic, but I just wanted to set that context since that mental picture was just right there. It's really pretty easy to understand once you get the concept of sandwich things in between the solstices, and that's your out-of-bounds ski ropes. And by the way, if you wanted to mark the technical point of where that is, it's 23 degrees, 27 minutes north and south. So anything beyond that is past the ropes. That's the sun's outer boundary. Now, solstice itself is obviously an energetic period. I know in the kundalini yoga tradition, they have um, the kundalini group in America has a summer and winter solstice event. They used to. The winter one was in Florida. The summer was in New Mexico. That was before COVID. And they'll be back. They honor the solstice as a very special energetic time. And they get together for, I think those things run about almost two weeks, 10 days, something like that. They're long. And it's a time of reset. It's a time of intention. It's a time of squaring back up, kind of planning out the next six months. Or if you only do one a year, the next year ahead. They also do uh, white tantric yoga during that time, which is really kind of the most powerful connection with kundalini energy that there is. 
There's also a lot of lore, if you will, in the Native American cultures about the solstices. They also used it as a time to basically reconnect with the earth, to sharpen their senses, tune into their power. They also would have special events or ceremonies around the solstices. So I found an indigenous site that was had some pretty cool information. Here are a couple of suggestions that it that it said of what you might do for celebrating today. One is, and it might be a little too late by the time you hear this, but take the day off if you can, or just slow down and rest. Another was to cook a healthy meal. Just nourish your body. Reflect on the past year. Do some things that you might do around a New Year's kind of ceremony, but do it today. And giving thanks for the blessings that are in your life. I found this one interesting. Clean up and declutter your space. Ooh, what if we had two days a year, the summer solstice and the winter solstice for you, where you went to the thrift shop with a car full or a Jeep full or a truck full of stuff? Also, the people in your life who are special, show them that you really appreciate them today. In other words, sending out positive energy. And that was another one was also to channel your energy to creative things like arts, crafts, uh, your imagination even. Oh, here's another one. If you're into this, it would be so cool to do is to drink natural and medicinal teas. Call your favorite herbalist and get a recommendation. Do some self-care rituals. Have a ceremony. Have your own little ceremony. And be sure to set a prayer of intention. And finally, I love this one light a fire. I'm going to do a candle, but you can do whatever fire comes to you. Use it as a day to set intentions for the next six months as we in the Northern Hemisphere move out of winter and back into summer over the next several months. All right. Have a great solstice. Wishing you the very, very best. Let's enjoy this energy. See you tomorrow.